Well, it is a new year and I've been preparing to teach some messages at my church, Cross Connection Church, that are going to be, you know, kind of typical messages that I would give at the beginning of a new year. At the beginning of the new year for a number of years, I've always started the year by talking a little bit about the mission and vision of our church, which I'm going to be doing a little bit this weekend and in the next several weeks. And as I've been thinking about what I am going to speak about. I don't want to just grab old notes and share the same exact thing that I always share. So I've been thinking a lot about how things have gone in our church and in our culture for the last couple of years, but even going back a bit further than that. And so I was looking back at old notes from messages that I've taught going back 10 or 12 years at the church at the beginning of the year. And I was looking at the message that I gave as I was celebrating the first new year with the church after I became the pastor of the church, I started pastoring Cross Connection Church back in April of 2008. At that time, it was called Calvary Chapel of Escondido. And then in the new year of 2009, I started the year by giving a series of teachings that were kind of the, the mission, if you will, or the vision for a church for that year, for 2009. And the message that I gave at the very beginning of the year, the first message of that year, was a message that I called Simplify and Focus. And the sense that I had going into 2009, 2009, was that myself and our church needed to simplify and focus. We can become very cluttered in our lives and in our schedule and our calendar. Things can become very complex and our church, when I took it over, was a cluttered, complex church, just like most churches. I mean, it's not abnormal. It's just the way that church is often done here in the United States for non-denominational, call it evangelical Bible churches. They get pretty cluttered and complex. And so as I took over the church and was assessing all of those things in 2008 and coming into 2009, I realized that we needed to simplify and focus. So when I was thinking about all that and preparing to write the message that I'm going to give at the church, got a new journal for 2022, 2022, I wrote down some thoughts that are just kind of churning in my mind. And I thought, I just want to go through these on this video. I wrote here that when I took over the church in 2008, we were in the midst of a contentious presidential campaign. Do you remember 2008 going into 2009? Then, not only were we in the midst of a contentious presidential campaign, we had an economic collapse right before the election in October of 2008. And then we had a pandemic. You may not remember that, but we had a pandemic from the end of 2008, early 2009 through the middle of 2010, the swine flu pandemic. In the midst of that, was when I became the pastor of the church. So I started pastoring the church in April of 2008, and we had the, the run-up to the election that year between Barack Obama and uh, John McCain. It was pretty contentious. And the end of the Bush presidency was the beginning of the economic collapse that finally really came about in October of 2008. And I, I became the pastor in the midst of all that. And so I wrote here in January of 2009, 
I presented a, a mission or a vision for our church to simplify and focus that um, though that was the focus in that year, the reality is that for the next five to seven years, we spent most of that time at the church, simplifying and focusing the church. During those years, we reset the church. We stripped it down to bare bones. And it was kind of like a, a friend of mine, he does vehicle restorations and they do these full body off restorations where they take everything off of the car. And so the church was kind of like a full body off restoration. All of that was challenging and painful, but in the end, the church became a simple church. That period from 2008 to 2010 and all that was happening during that time, the contentious political campaign, the pandemic, the economic collapse, I now, looking back, I can see that it was kind of like a preview or a precursor to all that we've been going through in the last two years as we've kind of experienced the same sort of thing, a contentious political season, a pandemic, economic collapse, all kinds of crazy things that have come through all of that. We've been going through all the same thing, but much more so. The previous years, back in 2008 through 2010, were minor by comparison. And now I realize that the focus that I started our church on in 2009, simpli- the focus on simplicity set us up as a church to be prepared for COVID and ministry in a post-COVID area. Because before I took over the church, our church was like a lot of Bible, non-denominational Bible churches where you have something going on every single day of the week and you have these huge events and you have these huge outreaches and you've got dozens and dozens of ministries. When I took over the church, the church had dozens of ministries all doing their own thing with different visions and different leadership and all vying for time in the bullet or time in the announcements and the space in the bulletin and the space on the campus at the church and the calendar was filled. We had a Saturday night service and two Sunday night services and discipleship classes on Monday. And we had women's Bible studies on Tuesday morning and Tuesday night. And we had midweek Bible services and youth services on Wednesday. We had men's ministry meetings on Thursday. The only day of the week we didn't have anything going on was Friday. I mean, the, the calendar was constantly filled with tons of different things. And basically what we did in the years after I took over the church was simplify. We focused on Simplicity, so that we could be focused on the the vision, the mission that God had for us as a church. So I wrote here, the world has changed dramatically. I think we all recognize that. It has changed in ways that we are not fully aware of. I think it's going to take three to five, maybe 10 years for us to fully understand how our culture has changed as a result of everything that's happened with COVID in the last two years. And in the same way that after 9-11 happened in 2001, it took a while for us to really see how did our culture change or when smartphones you know, came about, that that's changed our culture too. It's taken us a while to see how that's changed our culture. So it's going to take a while for us to see how this has changed our culture, but our culture has dramatically changed. It is going to continue to change and ministry for churches in a post-COVID world is going to have to change dramatically as well. During the years of simplicity at Cross Connection Church, or at the time Calvary Chapel of Escondido, we changed the name to Cross Connection Church 10 years ago in 2012. But during that period, that was about five to seven years of, of transition and simplifying, I wrote here that we deconstructed a typical American evangelical church and brought it back to a a more bare bones and essential simple church, a church that I believe is more in line with 
what we read in Acts 2.42, where we see the early church, how they acted, the earliest Christians. What did they do? They continued in or they devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine, so to teaching, to the breaking of bread, which is hospitality, but also communion, fellowship, and prayer. And Acts 2, 42 through 47 really outlines all of that. So I believe that we've become more in line with an Acts 2, 42 model of church. There's additional things that we probably need to adjust and do, but cross-connection church is pretty bare bones and simple. But how do you how do you scale that? How do you scale simple and bare bones so that it doesn't become complex and cluttered? It's kind of a difficult question. But I wrote here that it is interesting to me that there are many who are now calling themselves ex-evangelicals, you know, ex-evangelicals, who have deconverted or are deconstructing Christianity. The majority of these people are my age. I just turned 42 a couple of months ago. Or younger than me, mostly they are millennials. But in reality, what they are leaving is the old structures and methods of a late 20th century American evangelical, non-denominational, consumeristically oriented megachurch structure. That's a lot there, but if you kind of think through it, American evangelical, non-denominational churches, there's lots of those churches, they are very consumeristically oriented, event-driven, a come-and-see model um, you know, that has every possible thing that you can imagine. It's like a mall in a church. And sometimes the church is actually in a mall. Actually, the church that I pastor is in an old strip mall, you know, so it's fitting. So we have this kind of structure. And I've seen a lot of people who are my age and younger who are putting YouTube videos up of their their deconstruction or their deconversion. You know, Christians during the time that I was growing up in, in high school through the 90s, they were told to put together their testimony and to be able to share your testimony of how you became a Christian. And now people are sharing their deconversion testimony online. So people are deconverting, but really what they are deconverting from is this evangelical, you know, late 20th century American evangelical, non-denominational, consumeristically oriented megachurch structure. They are deconverting from that. But sadly, in a lot of ways, they are throwing out with the bathwater that is that, the baby that is essential Christianity and what what the church maybe ought to be. Acts 2.42, they devoted themselves to the apostle doctrine, to fellowship, the breaking of bread, and prayer. So very simple sort of structure. We, we add a lot of things to that. And so people are throwing away um, the whole of Christianity without realizing that Christianity is much bigger than just the methods and the models that we have kind of made it into in late 20th century American Christianity. So how do we reach a culture as it is today, not as it was 30 or 40 years ago? Because most churches that I see are trying to duplicate the things that they did back in the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s that seemed to work for a time, especially with baby boomers, but they just don't work anymore. How do you reach a culture that has changed dramatically? And it changed dramatically after, you know, the advent of the internet, the mid 90s, after the terrorist attacks of 2001, after the economic issues of 2008 and 2009, and then now after everything that's happened with COVID in the last couple of years, you know, things have accelerated. The transformation of our culture has changed. So 
churches and pastors and Christians, we need to figure out how to reach the culture as it is now, not as it was 30 or 40 years ago. The old models and methods don't work. And they're largely unwanted by a lot of people in our culture. They aren't essential Christianity. They are superfluous add-ons. They are in some ways unfruitful branches, which, you know, we as a church, as we went through this transition of simplifying so that we could focus, we we cut off a lot of those unfruitful branches. Now pruning is it's not easy. It's it's actually quite painful. And we went through the pain of that. And part of the pain of pruning off all of those things that we once used to have and used to do so that we could be a more simple and essential church, part of that meant that there were people who uh, left in the process, a lot of people, and it's painful. Change is hard. Change is always incredibly hard. And so I can't fault people for in the process of change saying, you know, I don't know that I want to be a part of this. And so, um, I, I get that, but here we are in 2022 in a post, you know, advent of the internet, post terrorist attacks of 9-11, 2001, post economic issues and political contention of 2008 and 2009 and 10 and then 2012 and 2016 and 2020. And then post-COVID, the world has changed dramatically. And the question for all churches and Christians is, how do we adapt so that we can reach the culture with what is essential? And in adapting to reach the culture with what is essential, it may mean that we have to let go of those things that aren't essential and let some of those things go, which is hard. It's hard for people to let go of their midweek Bible studies or you know, the constant Bible studies every single night or the big events that they've made kind of the the cornerstone of everything that they do as a church, as an organization. It's hard to let those things go. But the bigger issue is, how do we reach the culture? And I, I think that that's something to definitely be thinking about and praying about as we continue in this post COVID world of 2022. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.